The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid TV. We are starting our second block of programming, so you're 50% through your day with, with me and George. If you missed any of our one, especially the waiver wire segment to help your fantasy football teams, you can go back and watch that on demand. We've got uh, plenty of headlines, lots of stuff going on today, but I did get a little bit of breaking news before we get into our Wednesday headlines, George. Our friend Justin Fields is back. His mysterious rib injury healed up, and uh, he will be starting this weekend against the Green Bay Packers. So a little bit of good news to start our Wednesday headlines. That's not a little bit of good news. That's a lot of good news. That's the prime time game Sunday night. Watching Andy Dalton for three hours, I might just jump off my roof. Might have just done that. So uh, I'll be very happy to see Fields there. Did it bother you, by the way, a little bit when you heard uh, you know, Nagy say that it was a pain tolerance issue? This ball, I mean, what are you trying to say here? That he's not tough? I mean, it's, I, I just found it strange that he put that on the play. Usually he's hurt, he can't play. But he, kept, he said it over and over again that it was a pain tolerance issue with Fields, and that's why he didn't play last week. Well, I mean, everything that Matt Nagy says at this point uh, annoys me. Like, I don't know if they're like Matt Nagy could come out and be like, Davis Maddock is the greatest fantasy player on earth. He was right. Everything he said about Justin Fields was right. And I'd still be like, Matt, no one, no one wants to hear it. You're, you're annoying. Uh, our Wednesday headlines, Heat at Bucks headlines tonight's 13-game NBA slate. Giannis back for the Bucks. Jimmy Butler still out for the Miami Heat. Going to be lots of Tyler Hierro tonight. Uh, Indiana at number two, Wisconsin. Um, can't imagine, can't imagine Wisconsin playing a particularly beautiful brand of uh, of college hoops. Ben Roethlisberger returns to practice, so he'll be good to go on Thursday. Uh, not not particularly looking forward to uh, to watching that game either, though. We are going to dive deep on it tomorrow on uh, Fantasy Sports Today. And Serena Williams will not play in the Australian Open. Novak Djokovic is expected to play. Um, and uh, the, 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 the Tennis Association, because they are an entity in and of themselves, it's, uh, it's always very interesting to see how they handle guys like the Joker, who is not vaccinated. Uh, and and we, we just recently had that crazy story with the, uh, the top-ranked uh, female Chinese player basically disappearing um, and, and the Women's Tennis Association says, look, we're, we're not doing any more events in China. If you guys can't uh, give us any clarity on this situation. But the world of tennis, George, incredibly fascinating. I, uh, I, I, I don't watch a ton, but I'm always fascinated by the, uh, the world of men and, and women's tennis. 
I think it's what Peng Shui is the uh, tennis player you were uh, alluding yes. to there. Who's uh, I, I hope she's all right. I certainly have my doubts, but uh, hopefully she's okay. There, which is uh, started this whole, uh, I guess, uh, you know, in chain of events as far as trying to make sure she's all right here. Now they're like I said, the tennis won't have any more events in China. Uh, there's now what we're boycotting the Olympics. Uh, the uh, I guess the political, the administration should boycott the Olympics, not the players. They'll be there. But uh, Biden and I guess whatever delegation would normally go is not going there. Once again, it's more political than anything else. But uh, as far as for Peng Shui, I hope she's okay. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely hope that as well. Um, so so I, we have not talked any college football playoff stuff on this show. I, I guess it kind of the, the season ended in, in kind of anticlimactic fashion with Ohio State missing out, you know, Michigan making it. That was a, that was a huge game. But doesn't it just feel like Cincinnati and Michigan are total fish out of the water compared to Alabama and Georgia? Like, I, I know that this is actually probably this is probably what people wanted, right? People hate Ohio State. Michigan is a, is a big national brand. People wanted Georgia to make it because their defense is so phenomenal. And, and I think uh, people would have been very, very unhappy had undefeated Cincinnati not make it. But I, I just feel very underwhelmed by the inclusion of Cincinnati and Michigan because I, I don't feel like they actually are two of the four best teams. Am I wrong or are the people wrong, George? <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I don't. Uh, I'm not the biggest college football guy, but I, I know enough about to know who the best teams are. Cincinnati. Okay. Not a generally a program you're hearing all that often when it comes to uh, big-time college football. I found it funny on Twitter the other day. I'm assuming this was mocked up somehow that it wasn't really – I didn't really delve into it. But Alabama, you know, they put all their, uh, you know, their championship years on some kind of I don't know, building, and they were already putting 21 up. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it was a mock-up, but uh, I don't think they would do that without before winning it. But does anyone truly think they're not going to win it this year? Yeah, you know, it's almost a foregone conclusion. There's just no doubt uh, with this feel that's going on here. I just found that funny. It made me, uh, made me chuckle here that uh, someone had gone uh, went through that to put up the 21 already for Alabama. I think most of us assume they will bring home a championship. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I kind of had high hopes for that game. Not not because I expected Georgia to come out and score. 40 points, but it's just always fun to see Alabama have a test, right? That game against Texas A&M, that was one of the non-Oklahoma games where I watched it all the way through because it was interesting. Uh, You know, it's always interesting to see Alabama struggle. And, you know, I do think Georgia will have learned a little bit from their game against Alabama. I Now, again, uh, if I was betting on that game, I would probably be betting on uh, Alabama when when eventually we get there but it's it's really the inclusion of Michigan that miffs me because I I hate the Big Ten style of play I hate defense and running and run on first down and run on second down and run on third down and don't pass the ball like that just I hate to see that style of play rewarded but good for Harbaugh good for good for the Michigan alums you know what uh, what can you do we have a, a big hour two of the show prepared for you guys so stay in tune Stay on the grid. We'll see you back in just a few moments. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I am Davis Maddock, giving George Kurtz a short little rest as I bring in our producer, Brett Levy, to discuss NBA DFS tonight on FanDuel. We have an absolutely massive 13-game slate taking place. Uh, you know, lots of people feel like eight games is kind of right in the sweet spot. I actually love the the absolutely massive slates that we have to deal with because I feel like it's... Uh, you know, I feel like you basically have an option that you like at every single position. You never have to play someone you're not that into. So let's go ahead and bring Brett in to discuss our backcourt tonight on FanDuel. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with Halliburton from the Kings. Uh, obviously, he's one of my guys, Davis. I feel like he's always on our oh, list. Yeah. But he's like $6,000 every night, and he starts for the Kings, so... I like that. Tyus Jones uh, starting for the Memphis Grizzlies while John Morant's out. He's been good uh, in that time. Put up pretty much 20 fantasy points a night. So you're not getting a huge ceiling, I guess, with him. But uh, you're getting your 20 points. And not everyone can be an 11,000 player. So uh, Tyus Jones, pretty good. Ayo DeSumo, or DeSumo, uh, he's a rookie from Illinois, Davis. Uh, he's a player I really liked while he was in college. Surprisingly, uh, to me, slid to the second round of the NBA draft. He's a Chicago kid, Davis. And uh, kind of cool. He's starting for his hometown Bulls right now as they are battling through some COVID problems. And, uh, you know, I know you've mentioned this in the past, but typically what happens in the NBA is you have your bench unit and then the third unit guy goes into the starting lineup so the bench unit can continue to play together and can continue to, you know, build uh, some familiarity with each other. And then Franz Wagner, the last of my guards, um, he's just really been really good for the Orlando Magic this season, Davis. Uh, again, a guy I kind of thought would slip a little bit in the NBA draft, but one of the youngest players in the draft this year, played professionally before playing at Michigan. His older brother already in the NBA. They're actually teammates with the Magic. So uh, Wagner's been great, and uh, I almost think he's like must play at the $64,000 price. Like even if he was 50% owned Davis, I think he'd still be in my lineup. Like it's just too good of a number. 
He has. He has been crushing. You're right. You do love Tyrese Halliburton. But they they do. They keep him in at a good price. I'm with you on Tyus Jones in particular. I've just always been a fan of Tyus Jones, and I, I kind of wish that he was – He's never really gotten a chance to play for, like, good teams. Uh, and, and this Memphis team, if John Morant comes back, this would be one of his chances to get some playoff minutes. You also hit the nail on the head with Io DeSumo with DeMar DeRozan out in the health and safety protocols against Denver. He played 41 minutes. Uh, and he, I mean, he didn't accumulate a ton. 11 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Very solid line. Uh, I, I, I really like him. I am a fan of his game. So I'm with you on that selection. And you're right. You do absolutely love Franz Wagner. That, uh, that's your dude. One, uh, one important note to make on the backcourt is that the Charlotte Hornets have been absolutely destroyed by health and safety protocols. Uh, they're, all three of their point guards are, uh, are out right now because of the health and safety protocol stuff. Ish Smith is out. Terry Rozier is out. And LaMelo Ball is out. So that means Cody Martin is kind of their, their primary Point guard, though, Kelly Oubre Jr. and Gordon Hayward are the ones who have been on the ball. But definitely, I think that uh, Cody Martin at 5,000 looks like uh, quite a strong play tonight. Now let's uh, go ahead and fast forward and go to our front court selections, Brad. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with Paul George. Um, he's facing the Celtics on the second end of a back-to-back -back, so that's a good spot for the Clippers in general and uh, I think Paul George might have some tired legs guarding him uh, because odds are the person guarding Paul George will have guarded LeBron James or Russell Westbrook last night so right. uh, that that's going to be tough chasing that type of player around back-to-back -back nights. Scotty Barnes for the Raptors plays against your Oklahoma City Thunder Davis. So it's basically an age range of kids. It's basically an AAU game for Scotty Barnes. And <laughs> he was a dominant player at that level. <laughs> Tobias Harris uh, will be uh, starting for the Sixers tonight. They're going up against Charlotte. Um, this is, I think, two in a row of these two teams going back and forth. The last game went to overtime. Tobias played well, but it was really Embiid's night, so I think it's possible that the roles reverse here. And then Aaron Gordon, uh, 5,500. He's pretty cheap, Davis. Uh, he's going to play big minutes tonight against New Orleans. New Orleans isn't a great team right now, so uh, I think he has the opportunity to even be in, in some uh, bigger lead-type situations. And Rashawn Holmes uh, fills out the lineup with the price there, and he was the best center I could grab, but there's a few other guys in that range, like Wendell Carter's in that range, and um, they're pretty much all interchangeable. You're just hoping for the biggest scoring output between like the mid-tier centers. Right. Um, so I, I have a, a we'll come back to a couple of these guys, but I do have a question for you. So with uh, all of these injuries and, and health and safety protocol stuff for the Grizzlies. We've yet to see Jaron Jackson Jr. have like a great game. He's had a couple really strong games, 27 points in uh, that 79-point win against Oklahoma City Thunder, but more normal games against Dallas and against Miami. Uh, are you a Jaron Jackson Jr. guy? Because I, I am. I, I think that he has the ability to be a phenomenal NBA player at uh, at some stage in his career, and I, you know, I think that, like, I think he can get fifty real points, not not just fifty FanDuel points, but I, I think in one of these games with no John Morant, he's just going to go like 
18 for 18 for 20 from the field or something with like all dunks and uh and layups are you are you a jjj guy yeah i i'm a believer in jaron jackson jr uh i had the opportunity to be at his pre-draft workout with uh with the mavericks i was still part of that staff at that time and uh, look, you could definitely see, and it's just a workout, right? You don't put too much into it, but you see the athleticism, his ability to shoot, uh, how quick he is off the floor, things of that nature. And you're like, holy crap, you know, this is a top five pick makes sense. Um, he had a knee injury, I think maybe two years ago at this point, Davis. So, yeah. you know, part of it could still be, he's recovering from that. There was weird COVID protocols, who know if that affected the rehab process and whatnot. So um, maybe it was a little slower than normal, but I, I think he's a really talented player um, and definitely an impact player, uh, a good building piece for this uh, Grizzlies team with John Morant. I think those two are going to be the core there for a long time. And, you know, you'll see ancillary pieces at small forward and, and center, and they'll keep drafting these Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks type proven college players. And uh, they can come and contribute right away. I mean, it's a really good strategy. I uh, I am super bullish on on the Grizzlies and and uh, and Jammer. And actually, and last question for you here. We got to, we got about a minute left. Zion Williamson reportedly they said Kevin Pelton and uh, and Zach Lowe said on the low post they heard that he got to three hundred and thirty pounds. Brett, what I mean, what can are we, is Zion ever going to be a good NBA player? Like, what is going on? Uh, I, you know, that's obviously one report and they have a lot more, uh, sources than I do, but, uh, I, you know, three is a big number Davis. So I'm going to hold judgment until I see Zion Williamson, but I, I imagine, look, he's rehabbing. He's probably going to the team facility every day. They're probably working together on this to get him back on the court. I imagine no one wants him on the sidelines. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I thought Zion was so fun. I love big guys who have a little bit of touch. I love big guys who can shoot it a little bit. But, I mean, Zion, bro, come on. Get get on the treadmill. No more no more uh, po' boys. No more good, you know, New Orleans gumbo. We got to get you back on the basketball court, my guy. I'm going to run into break here real quick on Fantasy Sports Today. See you guys back in a few moments. Great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by George Gertz. Just giving uh, gave him a little bit of a breather in the last segment as we brought Brett Levy, our producer, in to discuss NBA tonight on FanDuel. If you missed that, you can go back and watch on demand. And now we get to talk about, honest to God, George, my favorite thing. Um, my, my favorite type of fantasy is dynasty fantasy football now it's hard to dedicate that much time and effort and attention to it because how much money can you really make and uh, if your team is no good it's much less fun but i i am just a huge huge fan of the format i'm in like i I mean i gotta be in like 15 of these leagues i i absolutely love them unfortunately i don't have a ton of very good teams right now i'm more in the middle of uh, kind of tanking with uh with some of these teams but our producer brett levy has called us some guys to talk about from a dynasty fantasy football perspective and i think after last week where javante williams finished as the number one overall running back scorer in fantasy football with melvin gordon out against the kansas city chiefs i think clearly he is a dynasty target but the question is what would you pay for him? You know, where would he go if he was in this year's rookie class in your upcoming rookie drafts? I, I think that if Melvin Gordon leaves in free agency as he is expected to, Javante is a clearly, I think, a, a top 10 running back in fantasy football. And I might even take him over some very popular names. You know, Najee Harris is very popular there with the Steelers, but... I think that the Broncos quarterback situation is going to be much better next year. So give me your, your outlook for Javante Williams. Uh, listen, I'm a Javante Williams fan. Uh, he had a big game last week uh, without Melvin Gordon. I do expect Melvin Gordon to leave. Uh, not so much that he wants to leave or they don't want him, but you got Javante Williams, you're not going to pay another running back. You know, plus, I think, once again, they're going after the big game hunting as far as the quarterback is concerned here, which should also only help Javante Williams. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, choking over, over poor Melvin Gordon leaving. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on board with Judge Javante Williams as well. And a dynasty league, how much would I pay? Well, the definition of a dynasty league means there's nobody out there. So I'd pay a lot because I know what dynasty leagues I, pl- I pl- play in, I'm dying for running back help. Always dying for running back help. So, yeah, I would pay a uh, pretty much whatever you want to get me him. Uh, unfortunately, they don't get given up. They just don't. You're not going to get these kind of guys. So I don't expect them to be available there. As for next season and redraft leagues, I think he's a top 10 running back. I do. Uh, I'm cu- very curious about running back next year. Is this going to be the year where we've, we, uh, we've hinted at it in the industry for three, four, five years now? But will next year be the year where it's not automatic to take a running back? We're not going to take eight running backs, you know, Travis Kelsey, uh, Devontae Adams, whatever it might be, where it's going to be more maybe split or close to split, where maybe it's only five to six running backs taken, three to four wide receivers taken, and that tight end or so there. Because I wonder we're just getting tired of the fact that all of these running backs, and Devontae Williams could be put in this category as well, but all I should say, well, a lot of these running backs that we take in the first round get hurt year after year after year. It's just not worth it. Wide receivers are, or at least we think they are, the safer pick. 
Yeah, uh, so I, I, I totally see your point, but then I think the converse is, and I think this is what's going to happen in drafts next year, is running back is going to be so shallow. There's going to be so few guys that we actually want to draft that the guys that we feel good about they're going to be pushed way up, right? So, like, if there are, let's say, let's say charitably, there's like 13 good running backs next year that we really want that have no injury concerns, that aren't coming off an injury, that are in a decent offense. I think those guys are getting way, way pushed up. Um, so, so we're gonna we're gonna go to someone a little bit further down the board in terms of the hierarchy. And I love Brett Levy for putting this guy's name on our sheet here because I love Eno Benjamin. Chase Edmonds, who has a high ankle sprain right now, he's a free agent. James Conner is a free agent. Um, and Conner was making very little money coming into this year and has had a phenomenal season for the Cardinals. So it would not surprise me if some team actually wants to give him a larger contract. Eno has barely played as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. He was a game day and active for pretty much all of 2020. Yeah, in fact, he, he, he was never active for the Cardinals in 2020. Got active, has played a little bit this year, did score a touchdown the first game uh, that he was active for the Arizona Cardinals. But I, I he was so talented at Arizona State. Like, he was really, really good in college. I don't think it's crazy that they say, Chase Edmonds, go get your money. James Conner, go get your money. We got Kyler. We have these wide receivers. Let's roll the dice with Eno Benjamin. I, I would be trading for Eno Benjamin right now, I think, George. I would as well. And I'm sort of the same thinking as you here. I don't know if Connor Evans, I don't think they're both back. Maybe one. I don't think Arizona's going to look to spend at running back with all the other contracts they're hanging out, they're handing out here. Now, in some ways, they have a, I think they know their window is not a big window, right? Because of all the veterans they have here. Yeah, they're giving contracts to. And I think what's going to happen is, I think, once again, I think they could say goodbye to uh, the Chase, goodbye to Connor, go with Benjamin and draft a running back. I'm not, And I'm not even saying they'll draft one early. I'm just saying they'll go and draft a running back, maybe get one in free agency as well, but not a top guy here. So we'll say who, let him battle out, see who the, let the best man win. And that might be Benjamin. So he's someone I would, tra- I would look to target for that reason. He's not going to cost me anywhere near what Javante Williams would cost. And maybe you get an Owen who doesn't believe what we believe. That please, oh no, Chase is coming back. Connor's coming back. Eno will still be Eno. He'll be, you know, third wheel. So, yes, you're sort of projecting here, but that's what we do, uh, that Benjamin's going to be the guy or one of the guys. Right now he's not. I think he could be next year because I think Arizona's going to be worried about different parts. And I, I don't know what the Carter's organizational philosophy is, but you do have some organizations not big on handing out second and third contracts to running backs. They understand running backs have a finite shelf life not worth it. And Chase is going to want a bigger than a one-year deal. Connor's going to want a bigger than a one-year deal. Signing bonus comes into play here. They may not believe in it. And if I'm the Cardinals, I probably don't believe in it either. Yeah, no, you're you're right. We don't have anything real clear from this version of the Cardinals. I mean, one version of this Cardinals team gave David Johnson a second contract, and then that front office got moved. Then that that same front office also traded David Johnson when people still thought David Johnson was good, but they traded him for DeAndre Hopkins, and I think literally any front office would have accepted that trade. So I think you're right. I actually don't think this version of the Cardinals front office, I don't think we have any clue how they're going to handle that situation. I, I could see them doing anything from extending Chase Edmonds and James Conner, so giving them both a contract extension or letting them both go and adding more guys in the draft. Like I think they could do 
anything. Uh, and then our, our final one here, again, I, I think this is super fascinating. Tyler Johnson. So Antonio Brown is going to be gone. Let's just be honest about it. He's not going to be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And is Rob Gonkowski going to be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He's 32 years old. He already he came back from retirement. He won a Super Bowl. He's playing great right now. But one more injury, he's probably done. I mean, how many times has Gronk's body gotten beaten up in his NFL career? Now, Chris Godwin is also a free agent, but Chris Godwin's not going anywhere. Chris Godwin is going to get whatever money he asked for from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're absolutely not going to let him go. And Mike Evans is 29 years old. He's kind of getting to that point where, you know, maybe he's not going to be as effective of a producer. And, you know, people might not know this about Tyler Johnson, George, he was a stone-cold baller in college at Minnesota. As a junior, 78 receptions, 1,100 yards, 12 touchdowns. As a senior, 86 receptions, 1,300 yards, and 13 touchdowns. And uh, it's not like he was playing in the Big 12, right? Like, <laughs> this is, that's not like you, you don't have a lot of 1,200-yard receivers for the, uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, he, for example, his teammate, Rashad Bateman, first round draft pick right and and Tyler Johnson actually outproduced him when those two guys played together so I I think Tyler Johnson might be a guy who could get 90 targets from Tom Brady next year I don't because Godwin's coming back Evans is coming back Brady's coming back I agree with you about Antonio Brown I'm, I'm very curious that Antonio Brown does Bruce Arians live up to his word he's already gone back on that word once to even sign Antonio Brown and he said when they signed him, he has no room for error here. None. You know, well, let's see. You know, let's see you go back on that word again. But I don't think he'll be back next year no matter what. Uh, the problem is with those two guys back, I think Gronk, it will, as long as Brady's coming back, and let's face it, if Brady's gone, then this, is, this conversation is worth Who cares? I don't right? know who the quarterback's going yeah. to be there with Tyler Johnson. So I assume Brady is back. I think Gronk will come back unless there's another injury. And I don't know, is there a play, or is there a Hall of Fame play that you've ever seen that takes more big hits than Gronk? I mean, it's such a big target. He gets crushed. It seems like on every tackle, he gets crushed. It's amazing. Well, this guy, I love Grom. I absolutely love the man. But I think he will come back. I uh, so whatever targets. I think Ty. I think Ty Johnson's in the. It's it's almost sacrilegious to stay uh, to say, but he's in the wrong place. I think on another team, he'd be somebody. But he's in the wrong place on this team with Brady, Evans, Godwin, Gronk. He's just not going to be a big part of this offense. He's just not. He needs an injury there. And even then, he'll either trust the Brady over the other guys. I, I, I like Tyler Johnson a lot. Wrong team. Just the wrong team. That being said, maybe someone thinks like me, if I can acquire him for a song, it's worth a shot, you know, if you have nothing to lose here. But I don't see the big breakout coming. Not next year. I think you're probably looking two years down the line. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's a bummer. I would love to see Tyler Johnson in a more featured role in the NFL. Like, I, I think I would enjoy to watch it. I also, uh, I, I just looked up Mike Evans's contract. He's staying because there is no way uh, it, for, for them to trade him or cut him. He would be a minimum of $15 million of dead cap, Mike Evans would be. So Mike Evans is definitely playing out the string for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you're right. Uh, Chris Godwin is going to get a, one of the biggest contracts in NFL history for a wide receiver. Actually, it would not surprise me if Chris Godwin got the biggest wide receiver contract ever this offseason because the salary cap went all the way up to $232 million, which is insane. We're going to go ahead and run into break here real quick on Fantasy Sports Today. Fantasy or reality when we get back. Break, break. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I am Davis Maddock. Now, before we get into fantasy or reality, everyone's uh, favorite segment here on the show, I need to remind everyone you got to follow at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV on Twitter. All of the best injury news, updates, highlights, all the stuff that you're going to need to keep up with your fantasy football teams, your fantasy basketball teams, and all of your sports wagering adventures. And you're going to get highlights from this show, from In Game Live, from Pharrell Coast to Coast, all of the, the good programming that we have here on the network. So make sure that you do that before the, uh, the end of this segment. And uh, George, now we are going to bring in our producer, Brett Levy, and play a little game that we like to call Fantasy or Reality. All right. Well, we actually had some baseball news yesterday from the Nippon League. So uh, get your... Nippon League baseball hats out, George. I know you were probably watching during the COVID quarantine there. John Gant has signed with the Nippon Ham Fighters. So I have to ask, and George, we'll start with you. John Gant signing with the Nippon Ham Fighters is concerning for the 2022 MLB season. John Gant had a 3-4-6 ERA last season in Major League Baseball pitched for the Cardinals and the Twins. Is this a fantasy or reality? Well, is this the uh, the first crack of the dam? That's really what the question is here. This was a speculation among uh, people in the industry that because the, we don't know when the lockout might end, right? Is it going to be April 1st, May 15th, you know, 60-game season, as Brett joked about earlier? We don't know. And players like Gant, you know, not superstars, not young players, but 
players like Gant, so that middle, the middle free agent, might they leave? Because A, they don't want to take a chance of not getting paid. And B, they don't know if they might get squeezed out in the new CBA. A lot of people are worried that the CBA, the new one, is going to protect the superstar and protect the younger players. But the middle guys, those are guys that are going to get screwed. The middle class, you know, those are guys are going to get screwed here. So is this sort of the beginning, the first crack of guys like Gant? He's not a superstar, not a great player, but is he going to be the, the exodus of people going to the Korean League, the Japanese League, whatever it might be? So right now, I'll say fantasy. You ask me in a week or two, we see more of these guys going, then it's definitely reality. But for the, if the union and the owners aren't paying attention to this, that's a mistake. Because in my mind, I think this is just the first of you're going to see lots of signings like this. Guys, you're, uh, a one-off, you don't care. John, who cares? John can't, but... If 10, 12, 15 of these guys are going, then it's a problem. Yeah, George, you you stole the words right out of my mouth. John Gant, very average starting pitcher, four ERA, doesn't strike a ton of guys out, walks some guys. I mean, he's fine, right? Uh, he, he, he's, he, he's fine. He's got 372 innings in his career. He is just a, a very normal starting pitcher. So him going, him signing a one-year deal, not really. I, I don't think any of us are are sweating it all that much. Um, now, if a bunch of guys like John Gant, right? If if uh, Cole Irvin takes a deal over there, right? That is going to be a problem. Uh, if we have you know Dylan Cease, guys who are good, guys who would be making you know multi million dollars, who would be getting contract extensions here in the United States, like if guys who are good, who would be desirable, who other teams could maybe even conceivably trade for which i guess is funny because i technically john gant did get traded for in the middle of this most recent season the cardinals uh traded him away but george you 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 basically hit the nail on the head one guy two guys three guys who are just looking to get a paycheck while all of this gets dealt with not a big deal if we have 20 guys 50 guys if we have uh and and you know that the types of guys who go over there it's kind of those first base dh types who don't really have like uh you know especially because there's only 15 dh jobs available right now that is definitely one of the things that's going to be pending but i i can can't you kind of see this weird thing happening where a bunch of those you know cj crone types who can't really play first base they're more dhs if a bunch of those guys sign over in uh in korea or in japan and then the, there's no more DH, right? The, the players organization gets it so that there's no DH. And then all of a sudden, these US teams are having to pay Korean and Japanese teams the posting fee to get CJ Crone types back over in the States. Like, I, that's like totally like a, like a Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seinfeld type of weird situation. But I, that, that would be one of my favorite storylines ever in the history of baseball if, uh, if that happened. But I'm going to say, Fantasy for now, but if we're still talking about this in a week, I think it could turn into a reality, Brett. Well, we actually have seen two other players go overseas. Jose Marmolis, uh, formerly of the Mariners, and A.J. Cole, formerly of the Toronto Blue Jays. So three players heading overseas. We'll definitely have to keep our eye on it. Uh, Davis, we'll go to you for this next one. But Matthew Judon, arguably the best free agent signing of the NFL offseason, is currently plus 1,200 for Defensive Player of the Year. We've got TJ Watt as the favorite, plus 200. Miles Gaskin, plus 300. Trayvon Diggs, plus 600. So, Davis, we have to ask, and I'll start with you for this one. 
Now is the time to bet Matt Judon for Defensive Player of the Year. Is this a fantasy or reality? So it's it's not a bad bet, right? And and the reason why it's not a bad bet is sports writers, who are the guys who vote on this award, the guys who vote for Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, et cetera, et cetera, they love the New England Patriots, right? They, that, they, they love Bill Belichick. They love Bill Belichick, the coach. They love Belichick, the GM. That the, the mainstream of sports media loves the Patriots, loves to reward the Patriots, loves to give those guys awards. So I think the best Patriots defensive player in a year where it looks like they might win the division, looks like they might even be able to make the Super Bowl, looks like they might even be able to win the AFC. I mean, it remains to be seen if, if any or all of, uh, of those things happen. But you're absolutely correct. It's a good time to bet him. However, I know who I would bet right now at the odds who are posted. And uh, it's actually not, George, the Dallas Cowboy who leads the betting markets. So right now, TJ Watt is plus 200. Miles Garrett is plus 300. And I do think Garrett uh, should actually be favored. I think he has been the best defensive player thus far. Um, but Trayvon Diggs is, is listed at 6-1. to one. But the guy who I would bet on right now and who I think actually could win it, Micah Parsons at 30-1. to one. Uh, He has been unbelievable. I think without Micah Parsons, the Cowboys honestly are, are a worse team. I don't think they would have the record that they would have. And I think that uh, some of their wins could definitely have gone the other way. He has totally changed the way they were able to play on defense because when is the last time they had an edge player as good as Micah Parsons, George? I, I honestly... Has it been since they had DeMarcus Ware that they've had a guy that destructive? So I, I, the answer to my question is I will say reality, it's a good bet. But the biggest reality is that I would rather bet Micah Parsons at 30 to 1. Uh, personally, I don't know if the Cowboys have ever had someone like Parsons. All right, And I go back to the yeah. 70s with Randy White, Harvey Martin, Tutul Jones and those guys. He's a different kind of player. Uh, his closing speed is wow. I mean, wow. He's like, doom, boom before you even know what's going on here. That being said, he won't win the award because he's going to get rookie defensive rookie of the year. And when was last night? So somebody get both. They just don't do the stuff like that. They don't give you two awards in one season. So he's not going to get it for that reason. He probably should because uh, everything you said, I 100% agree about the Cowboys are nowhere near what they are without him. I mean, come on, we're week 14 now. And Davis, if I would have asked you or told you in August that we're going to be more worried about the Cowboys' offense in Week 14 than we are about the Divas, and there's no injuries on the offense, that Dak is fine, you would have thought I'm smoking the good stuff. And yet we are here. Uh, my thing is this, as far as who's going to win the award, Judon, if you're going to bet him, you are going to bet him now, by the way, because his odds would only get worse if he's going to win the, the award, right? Or better, depending on how you look at it. Because, I mean, he's taking off. He's getting multiple sacks, multiple big games, maybe fumble recoveries, whatever it might be. But T.J. Watt... 16 sacks in 10 games. He might set the record. You set the record, you're getting the award. It's, it's just the bottom line is you're getting the award. And I know his sack uh, his sack per rate as far as going to the quarterback is off the charts. So I think uh, Watt wins it. But I'll, to answer your question, Brett, it's reality. If you're going to bet it, you have to bet it now. Because as I said, if he's going to win it, it's not going to be 12 to 1 anymore. It's going to be 10 to 1 after this week. It's going to keep going down because it means he's playing out of his mind. All right, our last question of the day. They released a new Matrix trailer yesterday, so we have to talk about it here today because 
my favorite quarterback ever, Shane Falco. He's in the Matrix, Keanu Reeves. So, George, we'll start with you for this one. You will watch the new Matrix movie. Uh, I probably should have gotten the name, but uh, I didn't, so I apologize. George, is this a fantasy or reality? Is it Matrix Reloaded or something like that? Uh, I think I remember saying. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's it. Reloaded, hey, yes. Uh, Resurrections. Uh, I tried. Resurrections. Well, I, I got the first three letter, uh, first two letters right. Close enough. Uh, I think Reloaded is actually better. Um, will I watch uh, the new Matrix movie? I, I did watch the, uh, what was the trilogy. Not a big fan, to tell you the truth, of it. Uh, will I watch? Probably eventually, sure. Am I going out to watch it? No. Am I going to pay for it if it comes on one of the Pacers? No. I'm not that crazy about it, but I will eventually watch it. And I, Keanu Reeves, my, one of my favorite hockey players in Youngblood, by the way. So good for Keanu. I guess he likes sports roles there. So uh, reality, I will watch it, but not right away. I'm in no rush. I just didn't, wasn't a big fan of the original trio. This comes from somebody who has a, a degree in computer science. Just didn't, really didn't dig it all that much. Yeah, uh, I mean, 100% total reality. I will watch this movie. I will watch it uh, as soon as it is available. If it comes out on HBO Max, I'll watch it the day it comes out. If it comes out in movie theaters, I probably won't go, you know, the day it opens, but I will definitely be there early on. Uh, The first Matrix movie was one of the best movies that I have ever seen in my life. I, like, remember watching it for the very first time. Um... You know, it just, it was, it was unbelievable. Like the, the, the cultural concept of like the simulation or the metaverse or like human life inside of a digital universe, all of that came from the matrix. Now, I mean, it, it was something that existed before, uh, you know, but it was a, it was a science fiction nerdy thing. It was a computer science thing. It wasn't in the zeitgeist. People didn't actively think about it until that, uh, that movie came out. The problem is the sequels sucked. The The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions, it was awful. They took too long to come out with them. So The Matrix came out in 1999. They were super popular. It was super popular. Everyone loved it. Total smash hit. They waited. Uh, the, Wachowski, uh, the Wachowski twins, it, uh, it took four years for them to make the other two. And they did. Uh, they, they filmed them at the same time, and they released them six months apart. Just like everything they would tell you not to do in business school, basically to market a movie is what they did for the other two. Um, so I don't know. I, I have high hopes for this one. Love Keanu Reeves. Love uh, the John Wick movie. So I, I kind of hope that the Matrix 4 is just kind of like an extended uh, John Wick sequence inside of the Matrix universe. But I will definitely be there, everyone. Uh, so we're going to wrap up fantasy or reality. We're going to go ahead and run into break. And we'll return for our final segment, which is always... The Sports Grid 60. See you back in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I am Davis Maddock, joined by George Kurtz, and we are going to close our show out as we always do with the Sports Grid 60. All right, week 14 is upon us here. I'm the Davis Night Cowboy fans. Cowboys play the Washington football team on Sunday. Bigger game than I would have thought of uh, could possibly be a month ago. Cowboys, let's take care of business here, all right? Don't give me a heart attack and lose this game and have the division be put back in play here. I, When I look at these two teams, I can't think of a single position group where I would take where I would definitely take Washington over Dallas. You're the better team. I know it's in Washington. Don't give me a heart attack. Dak, let's go play some football. Make me eat my words that you don't play well in big games. This is a big game. I said, win the game. This way we can play for seeding here. Have the division all wrapped up. Don't give me a heart attack. You're as healthy as you've been all season. Randy Gregory should be back in the middle. Gallimore should be back. Like I said, you're healthy. There's no excuses here. Mari Cooper should have a full complement of snaps. Zeke Elliott's had 10 days off since that Thursday night game. The knee should be better. Tony Pollard should probably still be playing more. And Kellen Moore, the blooms come off that rose a little bit, buddy. How about calling some better plays here? Some outside runs would be nice. How about it, huh, Kellen? I, I mean, I, I don't agree with George that the bloom has come off the rose, but why don't we score some points, Kellen? Why don't we why don't we why don't we why don't we just put up 35 against the Washington football team for old time's sake? Let's see some, some Lamb. Let's see some Amari Cooper. Let's see some Gallup. Let's see some creative plays with Tony Pollard. I would uh I I would love to see it. My sports grid 60, Melvin Gordon, you have done this to me so many times in your career, right? Austin Eckler, you come back. Austin Eckler's the running back three in fantasy football. You come back, you take it from him. Let's let's not do this again. Melvin, right off into the sunset. Let Javante Williams do his thing. That is what I, that is my wish for this weekend, Melvin. Take it easy, bud. Uh, everyone, thank you to Brett. Thank you to George. Thank you to Craig, who's not here today. Thank you to everyone over at LTN. Have a nice day, everyone. We'll see you back tomorrow. There are a lot of sports. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.